you know, I've turned these on, right? Just so you know. That was too good. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't hear it. Oh, that was by, oh, that my, that was by far. That was a good well, one. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're cooking with gas now. We're hot. We're on. Let's try to keep it on the rails before we start tonight. Oh, it's too late. It's it gone. Too late. It's gone. Okay. Gone. It's gone. It's been gone about 30 minutes uh, sitting in here. It's been interesting. <laughs> it's another night of the Sound Off on Sports podcast. Oh, Welcome oh, in for another episode. Tonight, brought your way by the Mountain Art Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. It's okay. Well, hey, it's okay to have fun. Reminds me of a... Oh, what's the movie? Help me. Is football fun? Is it fun? Remember the Titans? Yeah, I remember Is football no, fun? No, no, zero no, fun, zero sir. Fun. Yeah, zero <laughs> fun, sir. No, the equation is like zero fun, yeah. sir. So we're going to tell you how much fun we're going to have tonight. <laughs> Talking football. That's what we're doing tonight. Sound Off on Sports Podcast. We appreciate you logging on, sharing this thing, talking, and... Uh, Posting your thoughts on some football tonight. But these guys are all on this. Everybody's sharing it. I've not even found it yet. We're here for you. He's trying to help you out, boss. Well, you're doing great. And I'm not boss. (laughs) I'm not the boss. You're the conductor of this train. (laughs) Well, just because I have the controls in front of me doesn't mean I'm in control. Uh, Thank goodness none of us are driving it. Yeah, really. (laughs) I I can speak very firmly. It's a great thing I'm not the one in charge. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. All you guys are I'm teachers. What does that say for you all? You all are teachers. Not a lot. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean I'm, not, look, look. I'm not hiding from it. Hey, 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 you want to go have a rousing game of dodgeball or something? I'm your man. <laughs> but you want to come in here and set up all this stuff and get going technology-wise? I'm out. Well, that's why we have Matt. Uh, yeah. You know. We had to bring the young Thundercat in. Yeah, Matt, Matt is the guy that does not get enough credit for what he does. He comes in here. He sets this stuff up. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we got that award because of Matt. Yeah, and we're really an award-winning podcast. I know that's kind of hard to believe. But anyway, uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. And we're trying. And are you out? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and go so we can talk about you. Okay. Because so, <laughs> we've been discussing about maybe – Starting this kind of, there's a homecoming dance coming up, right? There's a, there's a lot of parenthood talk before the show started. Yeah. A lot of topics were covered. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of dad talk tonight. Yeah. So dads, this first segment is for fathers, okay? <laughs> so two of us have daughters. For, for better or worse. Yeah. Two of us have daughters. Three of us have sons. And the one who doesn't have a son has an oldest daughter who apparently her mother uh, wants her to maybe find a date for the prom. And it came to my attention <laughs> through through my wife, and I'm going. Prom is when, you know. I mean, it's April? it's August. I learned a lot of things from my wife, so I do too. Especially when when the shut up, um, but you know that's important. Yeah, uh, but they were talking prom and talking about you know Jeremy's lovely daughter and uh, need maybe needs a date. I don't know. Oh, is she going to get mad if we talk about this? Who? Larry Beth. No, let's not, no, name, let's not name names. She's a teenage girl. It's untelling. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing. When you tell media people things, sometimes we let it out. It's just, it just happens. You we know like to talk. We like to talk a little bit. 
So we were discussing prom about Larry Beth. She's what, and you didn't know this. No, you you <laughs> let the cat out of the bag to me <laughs> on, been, on this one also. About twenty minutes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm telling him, hey, they're talking about maybe getting Matt to maybe ask her out, uh, on, you know, for prom. And I said, well, isn't there like a homecoming dance coming up? Let's let's start little here. There's a homecoming dance coming up. Let's let's start with that. Maybe a date. Maybe he picks her up in the car. Maybe he takes her out. Maybe they just have, you know, go to Mexican and have some rice and steak and cheese and chips and, and come back. And you're giving me this sneak eye look. Hey, looks I like, really, I'm not feeling safe with this this, this paper clip over here. Beside me, I mean, it is getting faster and faster. I feel like it's getting ready to be forming. Well, it's like this. Listen, so I got to ask Jeremy real quick. Because I, I've had such a great time asking him questions over the years in interviews. So I'm going to ask him right here on the spot. Has she been on a car date yet? Heck no. Well, <laughs> no way. Okay. Not going. She's a freshman. Not going. Not, listen, it's going to like happen. three days in. But it's going to happen. That's eventually. like an eighth grader Six. with like eighth grade or something. But this is next week. This is like a few weeks from now. Nope. This is like, it's going she to might happen. not even go. Yeah. But not, keep not, it up. Not, not going to go, no. even, even if you know the kid and the parent? No, they're probably going to go because uh, Beth's shopping let's, for dresses. Let's be honest here. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's yeah be, I just, you, you know. Neither one of you two have really much of a say in this. No, not really. None, none <laughs> so, whatsoever. <laughs> but at the same time. Let's shoot them down. It, I mean, I'm just, let's be realistic here. <laughs> but she's going because she's shopping for a dress, and you were like, it's like a formal dress. I'm like, it's a homecoming dance. It's different. The homecoming is totally different than when we were in school. You know, I DJ'd our senior homecoming dance, okay? I mean, that's you know, that's been in the nineties at South Floyd Cafeteria. I remember it. And we were all just wearing T shirts and shorts and whatever, you know, and listening to bad music, you know. I mean yeah. it was, that's all it was. Now they're like buying big fancy dresses for homecoming dances. Why why? I don't know, but from this side of the table, there is an age discrepancy okay. <laughs> compared to that side of the table. Okay. I will say that. I'll yeah, there is. Me and, you, me and you together, yeah, close. Yeah, they're far enough away. They probably did uh, the dress I ain't, up. I ain't that far, but well, far away. <laughs> no, but you probably had. Did you go to the dress up homecoming or? Did you literally like? I took my day to the go to the gym. After the football game, we went to the gym. I took my day to the ice cream parlor. You went to the ice cream parlor. We went to the ice cream parlor before we went to the hop. That's what we did. The hop. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's trying to sound, he's sound trying, Yeah, I, I know it. I get it. He wants to sound older like he's part of the big boy club. Yeah, he's I get not. It. It's okay. <laughs> I understand it. Yeah, I mean, but it was like literally, the, we barely like showered, changed clothes, walked from <clears throat> Allen Central's football field up to the gym. Yeah. Dan, there was a dance for maybe two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah two hours. Turn the lights on, get out of here, go home. You know? <laughs> not now. No, now it's like a big ordeal. It is. It's so they're buying these big fancy like dresses. After, it? It's like prom's little brother or little sister. <laughs> but uh, it, I believe I'll call it mini me. It, yeah, <laughs> Darren Cardell. It's uh, what's with the age uh, low blow. Yeah, I, that's right. I mean, it's not wrong being a little bit older and knowing that's what's right. going on. And listen, we should be doing homecoming dances <laughs> like we did way back when. Not yeah. buying. I see. Listen, it. if you're paying over a hundred bucks for a homecoming dress, we need to talk. 
Really? You what? Well, I mean, that's I'm great. I'm sitting here thinking, it's $100, yes. I, if they say they bought a dress for it's $100. It's higher than that? I'm like, whoo, you all went, you're all awesome. It's higher than that? I guarantee it. Okay. The, the lying number that Beth will lie to me about <laughs> <laughs> will be over $100. She's listening, I'm, by I'm, the way. I don't care. I'm, she I'm, she I'm knows the, it's true. I bet the lying number is about 150 I'd say, and I probably would be all right if the lying number was 150 so, again, the description of the video tonight, I put over-under on UK football wins, nine. I should have put over-under on homecoming dresses. What is the over-under on that? 150? Is that the over-under on a homecoming dress? I don't know. Not, and these are I don't not, want to know. I Really, I'll just say it. I don't want to know. We're not talking about the formal – we're not talking about the ones that go out on court. They go on the field. I get that. I understand that. No. The ones that go out there on the court, they do all that stuff – I'm talking about just anybody that goes to the dance afterwards. Yeah. They're wearing these big things. I'm hearing tent. Are they, are they having a tent? I, I don't know. I, a, I just, I just work like a, a tent. <laughs> I, just, I just work there. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. know. Heather says that uh, Beth's going to whip you and would make a lot of on pay-per-view if she did. Uh, uh, that's <laughs> right. Get those numbers up. Yeah, get, them, <laughs> get the ratings up tonight. I, I'm just back, back to this whole day thing, though. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually, okay? okay? Whether you like it or not. So, wouldn't you rather her go with somebody that she that you know, you you taught in school, you know his dad? Uh, God, make him feel old. I mean, you know the thing. I, yeah. you know it kind of work. It, it's going to be all right. I, f- I feel like Jamie is trying to. You do know you have a room. daughter. That one of these Listen, days she's we can on, turn this around. She's not on trial right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's not on trial yeah, here. All right. I okay? got you. She's six. She's not on trial, okay? Uh, I'm just saying it's happening. And in, you know, in 20 years, you can talk to me about Ellie. That'd be fine. 20 years. <laughs> 20 years, you can talk to me about Ellie. 20 years. I got you. Yeah. So, anyway, I, that was, we were just talking about father stuff tonight. I Don't mean, ask. Yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah, left. yeah. So I, I don't. So I don't. I don't really get the vibe here. So I. So you're really not okay with it? Do what? You're not real okay with it, like a car date? We're just over here. No, I know. I'm not. Should he be okay with a car date? date? Hey, listen. Absolutely I got not. two boys. I have no dog in this fight. Well, I mean, seriously. Think about it. Uh, I mean, okay, they have no daughters. They can give <laughs> this opinion, and, and I'll be quiet. <laughs> give me your thoughts on a car date. For, for his mean, freshman I, daughter to a homecoming dance that's less than three miles away from his house. <laughs> Silence. I, I feel like I'm going to stab if I get the wrong answer. <laughs> that means they don't have a problem with it. That means they don't want to say yes. <laughs> uh, got a, got a <laughs> saying in my family, if you ain't with me. I've learned to respect other me. people's personal space. No, we just got word <laughs> that she has a date. Or is it a date or a dress, Beth? She, it just says she got one. Does it mean she got a date or she got a a dress? I don't know. I'm, I'm you seeing this. You your bank statement today? I'm seeing this. Jer- Jeremy's learning are. all this as we go. He's, we're getting original, unique reaction to this. Yes, live, on, live on Facebook. Yeah, this is great. <sighs> One hundred and fifty dollars. Last week I'm we were over. last that's, week we were talking if about. If that's the line, I'm going over diets. This week we're talking about blood pressure medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could. Oh boy, over here started it last week. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> 
said, join the club of 40, bub. Yeah. You know, that's how it happens. You turn 40 years old. Oh, she got a dress. Oh. Obviously, you have not checked your bank account today. Obviously not. So she has a dress. And if you have a check from Jeremy, it may have bounced today if you tried to cash it. I'm not for sure. All right. Our Sound Off All Sports podcast. We do have a lot of football to get to. I actually have typed up notes tonight uh, oh. because we are an award winning broadcast. Uh, so we got some typed up notes tonight because I so had. So we've been told. Yes, yeah, so we've been told. Um, uh, we, got, we got some trends tonight, we've got some scores. We got some recaps. We got some previews. We'll also go over under on UK football wins. The line is at nine. We'll take your parenting questions as well. Yeah, parenting questions and input as well. We'll do that too. After this word from Howard Family Pharmacy and the Mountain Arts Center. When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Grammy Award winner and Country Music Hall of Fame member Marty Stewart is coming to Prestonsburg. It's Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives Saturday, October 15th at 7.30. You can tell from the country See I'm from my town I'm beginning to get on I'm going to lift my hair down Tickets start at only $31. Call 1-88-MACARTS or MacArts.com. Marty Stewart, Prestonsburg, October 15th. We're back on the Sound Off on Sports podcast tonight. And uh, if you were watching it, we were all looking at Jeremy's phone because he got a confirmation. What, it, that's a great word. That's a joke. That has to be a joke. It has to be a joke. A confirmation <laughs> on the price of said dress uh, that his daughter has purchased for homecoming. Price is wrong, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, price is wrong, Bob. That's right. There is no way. There is no way that's true. And we will not say it on the air, but it's it's quite a little bit over the over under of one fifty. There is no. She's got to be joshing you. There's no way. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, there's I, just I feel no like way. It feels like it's real. If you really want to know, but not. What the price was, you could text. If you know my number, text me or text Jeremy. We'll, we'll, I'm not going to say it on the air. There's just no way. There is no way. You gotta be, <laughs> we got to be fools if you think that's real. There, there is no way that's a real price. I believe it. I'll let you know later. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Maybe, maybe it's the line price to soften him up for the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that okay, it really wasn't this, but we could get this. Yeah. And it's like half of that number, which I would still be like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know? You could just see, see the depression in his eyes. Do you see this? Yeah. He's having a hard time. I don't know. <laughs> our mics are cutting in and out. Okay, hold on. I'm going to try to fix that. I should have gave him his little thing back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. All right. I, I hope we got that fixed. It sounds so, good to me. Are we talking football tonight? Or yes, what? we're going to talk football. We're going to talk some football. <laughs> we're going to talk scores. From last week, okay, and um, a few surprising <laughs> scores. What you got now? Beth commenting. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, 
<laughs> Mine does it, but maybe she does. I don't know. Maybe she's. I don't. I'm not going to start. Um, <laughs> all right. Scores from last week. So our county games, and we'll go over these in a better, uh, more in depth in a minute. Uh, Betsy Lane gets a win, 43-18 over Morgan County. Perry Central down Floyd Central, 37-34. And Prestonsburg goes to 2-0, and a 26-18 winner over McGoffin County. Okay? And then the other scores, Pike County Bowl scores, Harlan Independent defeated Eastridge, 22-16. Belfry over Bourbon County, 42-14. Who was it picked Bourbon last week? That would be me. Yeah. Wow. I, I was not correct. You were not? No, not there. Uh, That's Cabbage, why I don't play fantasy football. Ca- <laughs> yeah. Cavington, ca- ca- I don't either. Cavington Catholic 27, Pikeville 19. I thought Pikeville would get that game. I did pick Covcath, however. You did. Yeah. And Pikeville had their chances. It just didn't work out for them. Uh, I watched the end of that game the other night. And uh, shout out to Tanner Hesterberg. He did a great job uh, calling that game for YMT. But, um, man, Pikeville had their chances, got a recovery. On a, on a kickoff, kind of, you know, got a turnover late, just just couldn't put it. They have issues with the new quarterback. Uh, I was talking to Jeremy about it, uh, Tavion Boykins. They're just trying to figure out where he fits in their offense because he's not a passing quarterback, and they've been a passing team the last few years. He is boots on the ground, going to run for it. You know, I, I thought observation I made to a potable friend of mine was maybe he's trying to do too much. And they're kind of like, wait a minute, maybe, but trying to figure out where he fits at. So they're, but this week they're kind of concerned. Uh, they got Paintsville this week. If they don't have a good showing, if they eke out a win, they're going to be really concerned. So that's the scoreboard uh, game to watch on Friday night. Uh, other scores from Friday night's action and Saturday as well. Also at the Pike County Bowl, Shelby Valley spanked Pike Central 59 to seven. That score worries me for Floyd Central because Shelby Valley has put up, what, over 48 points in two weeks of football in each game. That worries me uh, for Friday night and the Jaguars. Beachwood, a 46-7 win over Paintsville. Greenup County beat Martin County 43-6. Johnson Central taking care of Fern Creek 55-19. And those were the scores from over the weekend. Games coming up. Eastridge at Betsy Lane. That's our featured game on WMDJ this week. More on that in a minute. Floyd Central at Shelby Valley. Prestonsburg at Phelps. Martin County is at Fleming County. Pike Central at Letcher Central. Knott County Central at McGoffin County. Johnson Central at North Laurel. I bet North Laurel wishes it was basketball and not football. <laughs> and uh, Pikeville and Paintsville, the aforementioned matchup. So, uh, guys, your thoughts on those scores from last week? There are some eye-opening scores. I think for good and bad for certain teams. Yeah. You know, uh, I I think the Shelby Valley game, as you mentioned, is is eye-opening in one sense because that's the team Floyd Central plays. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of thinking, you know, depending on how that game plays out, that may kind of give you a little bit of confidence heading into the Pike Central game in a couple weeks. Because ultimately, I mean, we've said it before. There's only a couple games that matter. That's your district games, mm-hmm. right? You know, McGoffin County seems to be down. Pike Central, if they play Valley closer than Pike Central. Maybe that's a game that looks better on paper than it did a couple weeks ago. Um, and so, but, you know, that game stood out. Um, 
you know, McGoffin and Prestonsburg. We thought Prestonsburg would win. I don't think that game was very close for a while. It got closer towards the end. Um, and then, you know, Betsy Lane bouncing back in a big way and taking care of business for the county teams I thought were, you know, pretty impressive. Byron, what do you think about it? Well, I mean, the I was, you know, just looking at it, a little bit surprised that the Belfry score jumped out at mm-hmm. me. That mm-hmm. Bourbon County, I kind of imagine they would keep it a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Shelby Valley score really jumps off the page because, you know, we're obviously Floyd Central plays them. Pike Central is a district opponent for them. Um, and then glad to see Bessie Lane bounce back in a big way, took care of business in uh, Morgan County, and, you know, keep our trending team of the week, Prestonsburg. Or, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in just forward. a second. Jeremy, what do you – it was your first time seeing Floyd Central and then the other games. What do you think? Well, first I got to start off with Shelby Valley. That That's – Score really shocked me. Um, Pike Central year in, year out is a pretty solid team. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Shelby Valley, we heard rumors they were going to be pretty good this year. But to come out and do that in the Pike County Bowl uh, against Pike Central was was pretty impressive. And that's, that's a lot to be said. Um, the Bobcats going down to Morgan County. What shocked me the most about it was we were sitting there in the weather delay, and they no. had been in the weather delay, <laughs> yeah. hearing like a 14-12 nip-and-tuck game. And then it seems like 20 minutes later we get a text, and it's 40 to, you know, 12. Or, or you know, it's just a huge gap in that score uh, real quickly. And um, so that one, that one kind of shocked me. Shelby Valley's quarterback, Russ Osborne, 807 passing yards in two games. 44 of 64, eight touchdowns, and two interceptions. How many guys can you play out in coverage and still be uh, de- and still be respectable, Jeremy? I mean, yeah, I mean what are you going to do, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what you're, you're facing. Right. And, and, you know, I haven't seen any video, but those kind of numbers um, – you know, mathematically, it's hard to really get that without some big chunks, too. So, they're really airing the ball out uh, quite a bit. Or he's got some great guys that after the catch are doing a lot of work. But I don't I don't think that's what it is. I think he, he is throwing the ball all over the field, short, deep, sideline to sideline. So Looking at their rushing yardage, too, uh, Jaden Newsom, 165 yards. That's 82 yards a game on average. So, they're getting on the ground. And that passing game is – the passing game opens up the running game. It's almost the mm-hmm. adverse effect than what we've been talking about with Floyd Central when we're talking Shelby Valley. Yeah, so. yeah. It just seems like they're they're thrilled to open up the run or the run just – when people do begin to shut them down on the pass, um, they just can't do both. They can't stop the run after they <laughs> put all of their free men in coverage. So, yeah. it's just – they can't do it both ways. Uh, trending teams are our trends this week. We're, we're not doing polls this year. We're not doing a top 10, a super seven, a fabulous five, a seven. Uh, did I already say seven? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a quick six, you know, the best of four. We're not doing any of that, all right? <laughs> but we're looking at teams that are trending. Are you going up this week, down this week, or are you holding your ground? I made a list of what we all kind of came together and thought of this week. If you've got more than two votes – you got into a category. If you just got one, you didn't get listed. Okay? And here we go. Trending up. The team with the most votes trending up continues to be Prestonsburg. Uh, a great start out to uh, – and they all got the rave reviews from us. Another win. This was, you know, not so much the opponent as much to do with more of the off-field stuff. They've had two weeks of 
playing games that probably had more around it than actually on the field. If it was just at me, high school they were playing the last two weeks, <laughs> nobody would probably wonder about Prestonburg's ability to win a game. Yeah. But when you take on a county rival that comes in knowing they're probably an underdog and they want to get you and they want to get you good, that's in your head. And knowing that, oh, we've never lost to them at home. Oh, you know, how we handle that. And then, oh, we're going to take on the guy that used to coach our team forever and won the most games mm-hmm. as Black Cat coach and took them to the state uh, finals one time. We're coaching against their playing as that guy. You know, I mean, so you have all this off-field stuff. And last week, it wasn't a big deal. I don't think it wasn't even a factor last week in that game. No, when you in football, you usually have – you know, you got your rivalry games. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Um, homecoming are, is usually a big game. Everybody's hopped over. Mm-hmm. They come right out of the gate, like you said, and um, a whole lot of extracurricular activities based around these two games um, uh, just because, you know, basically, number one, it's an in-county team that has wanted your number for several years mm-hmm. uh, and had opportunities and didn't, didn't get that done. So they felt this was a, the year for that. And then again, like you said, um, your coach, the, the coach, prior coach coming in, that's two, two big games uh, right out of the gate. And they're chirping. People are chirping about and it. I, I, think, I think you know, we're, we're not in the locker room before the game, but I think a lot of credit goes to that coaching staff and Brandon Brewer. Because yeah. you, you mentioned heading into last week, a lot of the players on Prestonsburg's teams, their dads, their uncles, played for John DeRossett. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, none of the players on the current team have had played for him. And so, you know, the kind of off the field, they're kind of hearing that stuff. Yeah. You know, they don't care. They don't care who the opposing coach is. Um, same thing with with Betsy Lane. You know, you know they, they – I'm sure they knew about the history, but they, they weren't overly concerned, I don't think, about the actual historical significance of the game. They, they But they wanted to beat the rival. Right. You know? No, that, yeah, that, that, I mean, they, they wanted to beat a county rival, but in terms of, like, having lost since 86, but all that, they, they – you know, and I think for them to come out like they had the last two weeks and to win the way they did in week one, win last week the way they did coming out and – you know, it wasn't really close for a while. I think that says a lot to how those kids are prepared uh, by that coaching staff going into each and every Friday night. Jamie Brown says Prestonsburg is a fun team to watch for sure, and uh, it's good to see that they're having some fun playing football uh, down there. We're going to see them here real shortly on WMDJ. Heather says Brewer is awesome. I sat outside one day. I heard him cheering on the team while lifting. It makes a big difference to these boys. And, you know, they're winning – Winning changes everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about what what's going to happen down there. You know, what happens if they lose this game? What happens if they lose the first two <laughs> games? You know, you talk about we're talking in a totally different category here. If you're dropping those first two games, whether they're close or not, you're trending down Even because of the, the out, off the field situations. Yeah, you know. But here we are today, and they're two and zero, and they'll probably be undefeated when they host. Floyd Central in uh, three weeks. So yeah, as I was going to say, their their schedule is lining right up for them to keep that momentum going. Yeah, you get those kind of confident wins, you get you overcome some of the off field stuff and win. You're gonna you're gonna be able to get through those games like Martin County, Bath County. Mm-hmm. Maybe last year you couldn't get. You will get those and get to the postseason. That's just my opinion, but you're seeing the the work that they're putting in. Well, they're finding uh, ways to win now. Yeah, they're not just you know. Last year maybe they were in some games and kind of maybe lost it late, but now this year they are finding like obviously won't found a way to win late. 
against Prestonburg, held off a rally. I mean, if we were hearing what they were up on McGoffin County big, and McGoffin County mm-hmm. made a rally late. So finding ways to win, and that's going to play big dividends down the road this season. Ethan Jarvis, 15 carries, 186 yards, a pair of scores. Uh, John Little, five carries, 47 yards as well. He had a touchdown for the Black Cats. Uh, Reese Hamilton steady, uh, you know, behind as quarterback. Uh, threw one pass, completed, but nevertheless uh, doing a good job. And what I can see here, no turnovers in that game committed by the Black Cats. If you're doing those things, you're in your fundamentals, you're going to win games. And uh, it's good to see. Good to see them have some success to start out uh, the season this year. Other teams trending up. We had Johnson Central in there with a couple of votes. Of course, uh, you go to Lexington and win two games and go eat it. Convincingly. Uh, yeah, convincingly. Probably eat a really good meal and come home. you got to feel pretty good about trending up on the scale. So Johnson Central, plug it along. They go to North Laurel this week. That ain't going to be an issue for them either. Uh, Belfry bounces back over Bourbon County. You had David Jones, former Belfry standout, who got the Pirates to their first uh, title and you know forever and everything else over there. Kind of started that whole thing for uh, Philip Haywood's big run there uh, in the, the latter half of his coaching career over there. Comes over, gets a nice ovation. Hey, we're glad you're back, but we're going to beat you down. And it is. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. So we, we, we loved you. We still love you. Yeah. But once this game starts, we're going to hurt you. And then it's over. <laughs> hey, appreciate you guys coming tonight. You know, appreciate you guys making it all way. It's good to see you Here's again. a nice paycheck. Yeah. Here's your paycheck. So there you go. Uh, other games from uh, our other teams trending. We have Valley trending up, Shelby Valley. And how could you not? Uh, I know they lost that game against Letcher, but you know they were right there with it. And then, but you come around and you go to the Pike County Bowl and you put fifty nine on Pike Central, and you got to look pretty good. Now you're going to have your home game, your home opener against a team that's zero and two. They're trending up. They're going to be with a lot of momentum coming up on Friday night. Teams that are holding their ground. Okay, they got three votes. Betsy Lane holding their ground. Got their first win of the year. Beat Morgan County. 43-18. to 18. We'll go more into that in a minute. Uh, Floyd Central got a pair of votes in this. They're holding their ground. They also got a trending up vote in this too. Uh, and it's kind of hard to say they're down because they've been right there uh, for some games. So they're kind of holding their own. But this week will be their biggest test, I think, of the season so far just because of the kind of offense that Valley played. Now, I know what somebody is saying. Don't you remember last year, Jamie? It was a low-scoring game. It was a ball-control game. And Floyd Central probably should have won the game last year. The Jacks controlled tempo in that game. Probably the best uh, tempo game they had had at that point because they really just weren't into it the first two games Mm -hmm. of the season. They've improved from last year's two first two games. Although their losses, they have improved, but still yet, it looks like Valley's improved a lot too. You, you mentioned the, the passing numbers for Russ Osborne and Shelby Valley, and I know neither Painesville nor Perry Central are, are you know, primary passing teams like Shelby Valley is, but the one thing I've noticed about when those two teams did throw the ball against Floyd Central, at least down the field, they're not giving up big plays through the air. Now, they're giving up that 5- to 10-yard slant or 5- to 10-yard curl, and then it's not finishing tackles. Yeah. But really, aside from that one play last week that they threw – the, the deep pass inside the five to the big Kilburn kid that Max Martin had tremendous coverage on, 
that they're not giving up a lot of those big plays down the field. And I think that speaks to the athleticism they've got in the backfield with Peterson, Martin, Adams, um, you, you know, Sheston Johnson. But I don't know what sort of passing scheme Valley runs. So I do think there are some things that you like that you've seen from that passing defense of Floyd Central. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think they've they got to – you know, f- figure out that they want to play before halftime. I think. Well, <laughs> the, the good thing is that they've they've made adjustments though mm-hmm. from one week to the next in terms of what they did in the in, in the backfield. We had made comment about I think we saw it looked better with somebody else at fullback and let Bryce just play defense. That's what we saw last week. I think we all pretty much agree that hey, we like to see B.J. Peterson more of an <laughs> offensive uh, threat somehow. Uh, don't think they're not trying to scheme away to get the ball in his hands more this week, especially with what he's been doing late in games. I mean, my goodness, he's a pure athlete. But now here's the issue, too, is you have now two weeks of footage of this semi-new scheme you've put in offensively that Shelby Valley's been able to watch. So they've been able to see what's gone well in the second half of these last two games that what that Floyd Central's been able to exploit from Paintsville and Perry Central. But now maybe the only advantage would be they haven't seen what we can do with Peterson. In right. this game, maybe there's a few wrinkles they could mm-hmm. roll out with him that you haven't seen on film yet because you need a win. And I think if they can get a win this week, they get a win next week too. And we got a really good ball game against Prestonsburg in a few weeks. So, but it starts this Friday. Yep. Uh, and we'll get more into that uh, in a minute. How about teams trending down? We have Pikeville with three votes going down. Of course, they've lost their first two games. Big boy opponents, Corbin, <laughs> Covington, Campbell. They're not playing sisters of the poor here, but nevertheless, <laughs> the way they lost Friday night and, you know, the way they lost in the other game, I think that's why they're trending down. You have a lead and cough it up at Corbin. You are in the ball game at Covington, Catholic. You get the game. You get the ball back. You have a chance to tie the game. Well, last, you know, under a minute scoring drive, and you don't get it done. And Covington Catholic takes over, and they win the ball game, and that left a lot of fans pretty disgusted the other night. Uh, that's not what they expect there. They don't. They don't expect it. Ain't about moral victories uh, right there right, right with, at this point with them. So that's why they're trending down. Uh, Paintsville trending down at one and one. You go to Beachwood, and they put seven on the board, but really that was against the JV. Uh, it was against the running clock, so not looking good. But hey, they're at home this week for the first time. Let's see what happens if they. Uh, get Pikeville coming in, you know, their arrival. You get them coming in, they're going to honor a team from the past, I think, that night too. I saw that this 80, week. 85 runner-up team. Yeah, something like that. So, you're going to have a lot of alumni uh, and everything of that nature. And they've seen what Pikeville's doing and what they're not doing. And they're going to feel they're going to hit, be in this game. So, big, big game to watch uh, this week between Paintsville and Pikeville. And also trending down McGoffin County, they got to find some answers. Uh, they got Knott County Central coming in, not got a win last week uh, against Jackson County. Good to see those kids affected by the flood, not even in school yet, and lost their head coach. Have yeah. a new head coach as the season is, you know, starting, right, yeah. starting, and they get a win. That's fantastic for Knott County. I gotta say hi really quick. Yes, Cash, Cash and Carter are watching. So, hi, Cash. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi, Carter. Yes. How about that? Well, they missed a good first half of this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good first half. Uh, Jamie Brown again. Imagine that second half of the Prestonsburg 
Floyd Central game with both teams having such a second half will to win. Yeah. I, and that's what I hope stays. I don't, I don't want to get too far ahead here, but uh, I guess we can go there. Uh, <laughs> sure. We can go there because I, that was all the trends. Um, uh, Perry Central, Floyd Central. My, my biggest concern about Floyd Central, since we've kind of been on it here a little bit with B.J. Peterson, is that will to come back. Because, look, you you climb the mountain again, you fell short, you found that you know, you're down three scores again, mm-hmm. and you're trying 20, to fight back from that. Twenty-seven, seven and a half, and then well, twenty-seven to seven at halftime, opening kickoff the second half, they return it back for it's thirty-four to seven. Right, and we're thinking, well, we're going to be out of here in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I was figuring it up. Well, we, another score, yeah. a two-point conversion, and it's running clock, and we're out of here before the rain comes. And but you know they came back, which was what we wanted to see. Yeah, and they came back, but. How many times can this group do this? Mm-hmm. You, you've dropped 15 straight games on the field. I'm not counting the two, uh, COVID and the forfeit. Just I'm talking about paper wins here. You've dropped 15 straight games. How do you keep your confidence up? That's the challenge for Coach Haker and his staff right now. I, I think they got some positives to pull off of. I mean, you can look. I mean, obviously they have not played two good first halves. To play two really good second halves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got some playmakers. They've got the ability to move the ball. And like you said, they they held Perry County to a field goal after the opening kick. They got the kickoff return, but then held them to a field goal after that in the second half the other day. So you've got – I think they got a lot of positives to build off of, but they got to just – it's got to start translating into wins before that just – and sucks the life out of them. It's been two games, and after each game, they don't they don't look or sound or act kind of discouraged. Not yet. Now, I don't I don't know how long that's going to last. If they keep having this trend of having to fight back and just not having enough in the tank in the last couple minutes, because um, that's that really weighs on you if it, if it lasts too long. We've all been around teams that have to, had to do that, and that's what worries me about Friday because you're taking on a team in Shelby Valley with such a prolific offense that could get you down, could get you to a running clock before the half, uh, just because they're going to throw it downfield. They're not going to be methodical. Mm-hmm. You know, Perry was kind of once they kind of got a lead, they started playing around trying to do different things that they hadn't done all game. You know, trying to go to different guys they hadn't went to all game. And next thing you know, they about squandered the game and lost. I mean, if you don't rough the kicker, you probably lose the game for Perry Central. Think about that. Because, hey, imagine if they just took over on downs right there and that place is going nuts. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt they would have scored. Well, uh, just, looking at, just looking at scores and numbers, Valley lost an absolute shootout to Letcher Central. Letcher typically likes to spread it out, get some guys in space. Pike, Pike Central's got a bruiser at running back. Mm-hmm. They managed seven points. <laughs> the numbers alone seem to indicate Valley likes to give up a lot of stuff through the air. Maybe we see some Brody Buck, mm. some B.J. Peterson. Mm. And I'm not saying chuck it downfield, but get, the, get these guys in space. You have enough guys on the field. With those two, Sheston Johnson, Blake Adams, Colt Shelton had a big game Friday. Austin, yes. Austin Clark caught a pass. Jace Martin. These guys are athletes. You know, and the numbers seem to indicate, hey, Valley may struggle with that kind of stuff, that kind of thing. But now, if you're Floyd Central, do you want to get into a shootout-style game with these guys? I think that's the only way you win. Really? 
I think so. See, I would I would beg well, to differ. I, I, I would be I, like, I think, there's I no just, way. I think I, now I'm not saying they have to win. They have to score forty, but I just I think Valley's offense is such that they're going to score points. You're going to have to kind of you're going to have to score. And I'm, I mean, maybe maybe it's a, a 34-28 kind of game. Just just going off last year, we're seeing Valley play up here. It felt like they took a lot of shots down the field, and they, you know, Floyd Central covered it well. They've covered the deep ball mm-hmm. pretty pretty well so far. So I mean, you might see a lot of dink and dunks, try to let the, let the playmakers make plays, and Floyd Central can wrap them up, keep them short yardage, and and grind the game out. Then you like their chances a little bit more, I think. This is probably the most athletic secondary I've seen Floyd Central have in several years. Yes. It's probably the first year they were at, at school. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the thing that worries me, and, and the I brag first. I'll brag first, then I'll bring in the best. The brag <laughs> for me was they did a really good job adjusting mm-hmm. in the second half. Now, years past, we have not seen any adjustments made at halftime. That's a big problem. Well, we can't say they didn't try to make the adjustments. Okay, yeah. They, it just didn't The happen. adjustments did not work. From yeah. our point of view, whatever they tried, we, we did not see. It just wasn't getting through to the players. Now, yeah. they're they're coming out of halftime. Uh, from what I watched with my own eyes the other night, they made adjustments. They made personnel changes. And, they, and it worked. Uh, defensively and offensively, uh, things changed in their favor. And that's what you want to do uh, if you want to win football games and you need to adjust at halftime. That's working. I think now they got to go with what they're changing to in the second half, start out with it. Uh, I think, Peterson, if you're not finding a way to get that boy's the ball in his hands – Twi- two times out of five plays, uh, then you're not doing good enough. You got to get that boy the ball. Uh, the the Shelton kid, that kid can run and he yeah. runs hard. He wants to be in the back. I was glad to see him get a chance. Yes, and he took advantage of it. Sixty six yards and a, a touchdown, I believe, in that game, and he came out of nowhere. Yeah, he, and when you when you start having all right, if you go into a game and say all right, here is my best eleven on offense. And then it's not going exactly right. And then you find kids that you may not have known that come out and say, hey, I'm here. I'm here to play. Then your options are become it's – it's unimaginable how it opens up a playbook. Uh, so that is very positive. The thing that worries me about them against Shelby, or Shelby Valley is – is some of this stuff where they put them in a bind. The RPOs, the reads, where they're reading one thing, and if a kid takes one step the wrong way, it opens something up in the passing Mm. game. I'm not talking – they have the athletes. They have the athletes to run deep with anybody. They have speed. The boys are in their hip pocket. They're doing the things they're supposed to do. It's just when an offense – that has all the tools, um, does something like, uh, you know, they, they, they fake a run and it draws uh, an outside linebacker one step or two steps in and it opens up a curl or something, those type of things. The technical throws is what really worries me. And, and we saw it against um, um, Prairie Central this past week. Their tight end would sneak out into the flats. He was open most of the night. They didn't throw it to him a lot. Uh, but when they did, he would catch it and then make big yards because – they were in coverage other places. That That's really what worries me against a, a team that obviously is putting the ball uh, around the field in the air like Shelby Valley. Well, let me ask you this, old coach. Which film are you watching more of, the Letcher County game or last week's game against Pike Central? 
I'm probably watching Electric Central game more because of the, the fact that they gave up so many points. Well, if, if Letcher County is running the same offense, there's no changes to what we've seen in Letcher County for the past four, five, six years. <laughs> right. I'm watching Letcher County. Um, Pike Central usually has the one back uh, type stuff. That, that's that's not going to help them. They're not going to see that kind of stuff. But now the Letcher County game, I'm concentrating. I'm seeing where they made their defensive – their defense have gaps, and I want to know – basically how they shut them down if they didn't shut them down much but no. but anyways uh, that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for that out of the electric kind of game got to find a way to either slow them down or take something away from them be good at taking something away so that they have to do an adjustment mm-hmm. at yeah. the half and i think that's what uh hager's done a good job of that last couple of weeks with this team they they have taken things away from both opponents in the second half yeah but they, now we need to do it from film at the start of the game, best well, that, you can, and that's tough. It is. They got to keep the ball out of Shelby Valley's hand, uh, and I'm not saying they have to run the you know the the three yards and take huge amounts of time off the clock, um, but they do have to keep the ball out of their hands. They can't have turnovers because um, Shelby Valley will they'll get in there and jab you to death. You'll have you know three touchdowns on you in a matter of minutes if you keep giving them the ball. Should be a good game. Floyd Central, Shelby Valley coming up on Friday night. Should be a really, really interesting game. They'll be at Shelby Valley next week, the infamous homecoming event. And this, if you didn't watch the first part of the podcast tonight or hear it, uh, Leslie County, the opponent for that game, and then a trip to Prestonsburg. That's the next three weeks for the Jaguars. I have some observations from home. Okay. Uh, Cash says you are crazy. Who? Cash. Me? Yes. I'm there, crazy? There's no other context with that. Really? Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. I understand. Uh, he also noticed Jeremy's Dr. Pepper, that it's his kryptonite. And he says, uh, <laughs> he says, one of them has a Dr. Pepper. When I get bigger and go to a football game, I'm taking a Dr. Pepper. So Advertising words. College nice. football and do- Buddy, all that Dr. Pepper stuff. You can stuff. get the biggest Dr. Pepper you want Sunday at Great American Ballpark. Hey, oh, you're mm. going to the Reds this weekend. Yeah, we, I had to order them purple baseball jerseys for the Rockies. So, Oh, the Rockies fans. Yeah, that cash is, yeah. The purple mm. team. I don't listen. The pur- <laughs> We're sitting behind the Rockies dugout and everything. The so. fighting Barneys <laughs> and the Cincinnati Reds. The things you do for your kids. Do they watch Barney? Uh, no, they never got into Barney. I, I, well, no, I think that Cash, there was a Christmas episode <laughs> that Cash watched ad nauseum. I've, obviously, it has had some kind of influence on him because of the purple color. Yeah, uh, the Rockies, the Ravens. Yeah, it's it's tough in my house. So, right now, mm-hmm. when he's playing, he did T-ball this year, right? Yep. So, when he moves up, you need to find a Rockies team you're coaching. Well, I'll be the coach, I'm sure. So, yeah. we'll, we'll be some. I'm a soccer coach, so I – we'll, What do you go. know about soccer? Uh, Don't They use play your the hands. World Cup every four years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't use your hands. I played many moons ago. Uh, they Don't use your hands. Shoot, Cash knows more than I do, so – that's great. It makes you look better. But listen, you know they, yeah. they they asked me and asked me. I was like, yeah, sure. What the heck? You know, it's 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 under it's six under soccer. What's you know? Why not? How intense could it be? Right? Yeah. What would Byron call that? Herding cats. That's what, that's what Byron would call that. I've been there. If you've seen kicking, and, if you've seen kicking and screaming, that's going to be me. Uh, that's my PE class. Every day. (laughs) Our featured game this week is Betsy Lane and Eastridge. We're talking Bobcats when we come back.
When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Grammy Award winner and Country Music Hall of Fame member Marty Stewart is coming to Prestonsburg. It's Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives Saturday, October 15th at 7.30. You can tell from the country See I'm from my town I'm beginning to get on I'm going to lift my hair down Tickets start at only $31. Call 1-88-MACARDS or MacArts.com. Marty Stewart, Prestonsburg, October 15th. Sound Off on Sports Podcast brought to you by the Mountain Arts Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. Two locations of Howard Family Pharmacy, Allen and Eastern. And the Mac doing five shows they're putting out on social media this week, releasing five shows, one every day. Today was, and I'm going to say the name, if you know the performer, raise your hand. They have Doug Stone in concert. We all know Doug Stone. Great. All right. So veteran country crooner Doug Stone. Now, do you all know what his real last name was? It's not Stone. I know he was in a pig movie called Gordy when I was little. Hey, what? <laughs> I don't know why. I know You've that. seen that and not seen Rocky? <laughs> yeah. That's the running joke in this uh, Man in our group. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what was the movie again? Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, it was it was similar to what Babe Pig in the City or something. It was just a. There's a Babe no, Pig in the City. Yeah, I didn't know that. Not that I've yeah, seen it. Go, I know there's I'm, a Babe, but I'm almost ninety percent sure that was it was Doug Stone in that movie. Doug Stone was in a movie. A pig movie. A pig. A kid's pig movie called Gordy. Yes, I'm gonna. Why don't you try to? I got, hit, I got hit, a Google machine there. And yeah. Find that yeah. Do anybody know what his actual last name was? No. His last name was actually Brooks, but he came huh. out at a time where they had this guy named Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, and they were like, "Dude, you got to change your surname. We got to. It's, it's not going to work." <laughs> good call. So yeah, probably a good call. He had a few great songs early on. You know, I mean, when when is your wife not said wish she was off in a pine box? You know, and sang about it. I mean, really, that's great stuff. Did you confirm that already? He he played Farmer Luke McAllister in the 1994 movie Gordy. Well, I'm impressed by that. That you. you knew that. That is impressive. <laughs> Thanks that's to probably, me. That's probably about time Josh was just being getting to about five years old. Yeah, mommy, Lenny oh, watched six? Gordy. Oh my bad. Six. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's good. He still needs to watch Rocky. <laughs> yeah, you still got to watch Rocky. Okay, if you've seen Gordy the Pig, you got to watch Rocky. Uh, Rocky the Champ. You know. Okay, Betsy Lang. We're talking Bobcats. I got three notes in bold here, and Jeremy can see them, but I'm just going to read them out. Okay. One is defense. One is dual QB. And the other says Reese the Beast. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh. Let's talk Reese the Beast. Reese Music, senior running back, had 17 carries, 303 yards, and four scores. I imagine this was after the rain, the rain delay and the lightning, at least a lot of this anyway. <laughs> I mean, this kid was tearing up some turf at Morgan County on Friday night. And you've said that. If he gets his wheels under him, he's going to be a special player, and he's showing it right now. 
Yeah, he definitely broke out there. Uh, that's some big numbers. Four TDs, that's like the Al Bundy, ain't it? When it's a <laughs> <laughs> claim to fame. We'll have to get him a shirt. That's yeah. some, some uh, take Super Bowl numbers. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, – and he's a good kid. He's big, strong kid, uh, athletic. And I was just waiting for him to, to realize that he was – most nights he's probably top two or three athletic kids on the field. Hey. And 13 tackles on defense. Right. He, he's one of the kids that <laughs> never, never comes the off ball. the field. He's always out there. After our first show, I got a message that said, you know, I watched the show, and I agree with most things you said about Betsy Lane, but you all didn't mention Reese Music. And he had to get enough, on my radar. First two weeks. <laughs> he's on our radar now. Listen, yeah. he's on the coach's radar, too. Uh, coming up this weekend, he's got to be. Dual quarterback situation. That is something we spent a lot of time on a few weeks ago in our first show. Carter Parsons, two of seven for 58 yards and a score. Brady Robinson, two of six, 20 yards. Robinson also rushed 35 yards on five carries. He caught three passes for 50 yards and a touchdown. Here's what's funny. The stat said he caught three passes, but it said Carter only threw two. So did he throw one and run out and grab it? It got, defl- got Halfback pass? Could have been a halfback pass. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I was, about that one. That, that's, uh, that's interesting. The numbers don't maybe, add up. Maybe somebody else <laughs> let us know. Well, I'm going to look. That's, a, that's <laughs> another Al Bundy move. Yeah. I'm going to – let me just double check, make sure about before I start pointing fingers It does make people. you curious how some of these stats on KHSAA kind of come to be, you know. Yeah. I know a lot of coaches send off their film for huddle and, the, you know, the huddle stats yeah. and stuff. And, I mean, it's easy and convenient, but it's – some of the stuff just doesn't really add up a lot. So – Betsy Lane has six total receptions for 78 yards. Uh, their quarterbacks completed four passes, not six, well, that, for 78 said yards. It was similar in the Floyd Central Paintsville game. They okay, had, they had Harley said, okay, Harley Quillen passes. said he miscounted Carter's throw attempts. Okay. But what about the other two completions <laughs> we're talking about here? Um, attempts ain't the problem. Yeah, the attempts were the, the completions are the problem. Okay, complete. Okay, got it. Completed passes. All right, we got it right. We got it right. I'm not being hard. Thank you, Hardy, for clearing that up. Okay. Um, interesting because I think some of us had said Carter should be quarterback. Some of us said Brady should be quarterback. I was on the Carter train. Who else was on the Carter train? I don't remember to be honest. Are you? Yeah, you. I know you were on Carter Train. You were really. I'm I might. Have, I, might have, I might have said. Go Brady. ahead. Okay. All right. It's I, confident. I, it's he is confident. confident. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, mean, I thought he was. It's not. history. Hey, you check the tape. It's, hey, it's out there. Yeah, it's on. It's on the internet. It's out there. So maybe that's what's working. I, I don't know which which QB started. Do you? We weren't. There, I think so. Robinson started. It was right. a late, It was a later in the game thing, but. Rumor has it, and I didn't get to ask anybody today because I, I was mean, at a meeting. Rumor has it. Might be a QB change. I don't know. Oh. oh. So, like, maybe is that, totally changed is that, Carter? Is that scoop? That's, no, that's not scoop. Just, <laughs> just rumor. He looked at me and he went. <laughs> <laughs> give, me that, give me that John Wayne wink. You know, like, well, hey, I, will, I will say this. And, and I've, I've told people, <laughs> I've said it at school, I've told some assistant coaches, I haven't told Coach Gerald yet. But uh, oh, wait a minute. So you're if telling- I was coaching against their, if, if I was coaching against our team right now, uh-huh. I am more worried with Reese in the backfield, Robinson out at wide out. That is that's scary. That's some field you got to cover on defense. Um, mm-hmm. 
the other way, I'm probably packing it in and I'm blitzing. I'm blitzing everybody because I'm like, you're 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 either going to go for Robinson or you're going for music. Run blitz. You're you're just running it all in all out. Yes, and, I'm. Yeah. I'm I I'm totally agree. Herding everything in and just tackling the ball. Yeah. Um, with Robinson outside, you got to take probably two. You probably got to take two coverage guys. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So you're playing, you know. Because you're going to open somebody up, maybe. That's exactly right. Then you got nine on 10, and, you know, that should be a win for the running back if you run the ball. So. Okay. Defense, Landon Howe, Carter Parsons each had an interception apiece in that game. We don't give defense enough. Uh, credit, but that's uh, that's good numbers too. Uh, this is a good game. They, I think, they get this game on Friday night. I don't, I don't think there's an issue with it. I mean, I know Eastridge is one and one. I know they got a great quarterback, uh, Dylan Burndine, um, seventeen of twenty nine passing, two hundred and thirty eight yards and one interception in their loss to Harlan County or Harlan Independent. So I get it, and we, we I've seen him in person, and he's a good quarterback. He's a scrambler. He can throw. He can run. But uh, Bobcats are at home, first home game, going to be fired up. They're a favorite in this game, and I think they get it. Sounds like Reese might be tracking him down, too. <laughs> I usually don't. If he's recording 13 tackles the other night. The last two weeks I've said we wouldn't pick games. I guess I just got a deal to So, But I mean, I really, I really feel good about it. I, mean, I think Betsy Lane just has just more playmakers on the field. Now, I yeah. think they're, they've got I – mean, you, you got a, a Burdine kid who's an extremely talented athlete. Uh, you know, his dad's a head coach. He's kind of got that IQ aspect about him being a coach's son. But Betsy Lane, I think, just has more. They have, you know, the quality and quantity is both there. Yeah, we did. And I'm looking back at the stats here. And I failed to mention Mitchell Castle. Uh, he, he gives a lot of good relief out of the backfield, too. He's been a solid player last couple of years. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, we've mentioned his name. On uh, the playoff games against Paintsville, it, yeah. not no, well, not my, that Andrew. My, my first thought too. <laughs> well, listen, he probably has better wheels than the other Andrew McCutcheon now, because well, uh, he's playing DH for the who's he even the playing Brewers, for? ain't it? Brewers or Brewers? Nationals or somebody. I'm sure, the, I'm sure the Reds would pick him up if he was available <laughs> next year. Yeah, thirty-seven. We're signing him up. One-year contract. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thirty-seven falling apart. Yeah, we'll really. sign you to a multi-year deal. Should be good, though. Uh, Betsy Lane and Eastridge. Last year, uh, this was a good game as well. And it was played at Eastridge. And these play, these teams have played some great games back and forth for the past several years. 50-16 uh, to 16 to win for the Bobcats last year. Yeah. And outside of your quarterback, not much has changed. So, hey, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about what we're going to see on Friday night. Are we going to have any food up there at this shindig, ding? I don't since know. Since you're up there in the press box and you're at I don't ever get to go to press, press box. I'm, I'm a on-the-field type guy. Wait a minute. You said you were running the clock. No, I didn't. Did you? Did he not say he was running the clock in the text? No, I'm on person. the clock. You're on, <laughs> on the clock. Yeah, he said, he said oh, on the clock. I'm on the clock. Yeah. I'm working, working. Oh, okay. Not like he's on the run. Like the, the yeah, I thought he meant he was up the clock, there. No. Mr. Okay. Belding at no, your we've, service. We've dropped those hints, like, though. It's like, what, second or third week in a row about the food. <laughs> hey, they've had two weeks. Maybe they're dropping these things out there. I don't know. Nachos or something. I mean, something. Hey, hey something. I'm with you. You know. I, I did it, you know. That's that was always good for a good food at the yeah. booth. And, and we're we're happy to be there. Uh, looking forward to Friday night. Betsy Lane hosting Eastridge. We will have coverage wall to wall radio, wmdjfm.com, and then also Facebook Live. If you want to watch the thing, we'll have that as well. And uh, full production coming up on Friday night. We'll start at seven o'clock, 
and then kickoff is at 7.30. And for the Black, for the uh, Bobcats and the Warriors coming up. So that should be a good one. We'll find out what happens with those Bobcats. And Jerry Gerald, and they're looking pretty good. They got them. They have a Knott County Central, and that's a road game. And then they'll have Phelps at home and then Hurley. And then they start district play. So, And this will be a good trending game to get them going even further in the right direction after last week's win at Morgan County. Most definitely. Yeah, that's definitely so. All right, before we go, over under <laughs> on the U.K. football total. Of course, college football begins on Saturday for the Cats. They did not wake up on third base. They're ready to start the football <laughs> season with Miami of Ohio without Chris Rodriguez, and that's a big mess. I like. I actually like how Stoops handled that on Monday, though, uh, by just saying, "Well, he's unavailable," and then another guy was unavailable. I mean, not just not saying, "Well, he's suspended," or giving any amount of games. Don't tell him. We don't need to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't need to know because Florida don't need to don't need to know. You know, let Florida prepare for him next week with or without. Let them wonder what's going to happen. And this is a great week to have a uh, smoke come out and try to. Prove it. He deserves more carries. They've got a couple so. defensive captains out though that are unavailable. Unavailable too. Yeah, so. unavailable. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like it just for a simple fact. These guys are these are young men. You know what I'm saying? Um, no matter what the what the reasoning, that's that's nobody's that's, business. That's their business. Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, well. I mean, okay. I gotta say. Are they getting paid? They are now. Well, they're, they're getting well, paid now. Okay, well, but they're not getting paid. By the university, percentage. no, but you know, they're not, they're not, getting, they're not, get, they're not getting paid there. to play. Is that a difference? Well, by definition, they're not. But hey, if LA One wants to give Will Levis a contract like they did this week for an NIL, I would just so happen. Oh, we're a Kentucky-based soda. We're going to give our QB a quite a, a little contract, a little extra <laughs> ying for his yang or whatever. You know, it's, a little gas money for that Bronco from yeah, Paul Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he also got or whatever. And this whole nil thing, and we could have a whole night on that. I mean, we're going to have some downtime down the road when things are not rolling so well, probably uh, in between sports. Okay, but we're going to pick a night where we're talking about nil and what it's doing the sports. Uh, good or bad, but it's in other issues too. We've talked about even today, uh, just privately. But money's money's an issue uh, with this. It's and if you're getting paid, maybe things get out there more. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised that there hasn't been somebody leak it, leak what's going on. Because I mean, there are people who. I mean, I'm sure there's news outlets that know what happened. I'm sure there are people. You out there. got to know, and it's yeah. just it's not. I'm, I'm surprised too, honestly. Yeah, uh, from what I you yeah. know, I heard Matt Jones say, he knew, and he said kind of the same thing mm-hmm. that you just said that everybody knows, but nobody's talking about it. And then somebody had said, well, you know, there's no heel like Jerry Tipton to put it out there, <laughs> but I don't think it's a heel move. I think sometimes you got to keep. I, I Things think in perspective to you know putting piece and no one's really talking about it specifically, but I just I think it's such a complicated incident to where you know there are some people that say like oh he, he got four games for that, and there are some people that may like be like oh he just got four games. I think it's such a complicated issue where maybe he was just you know wrong place wrong time kind of thing. Maybe it wasn't anything that he did in in on purpose or just it just happened to be you know situational i don't know but i just i think it's such a complex thing that Here, just, you won't hear nothing about it kentucky rolls this weekend yep. they roll into the swamp next weekend and if they lose by a score or less then 
Well, you you know, then Chris Rodriguez's name. Then maybe no. I, okay, I would say it leaks out before Florida. If yeah, it, I, I think if so. they lose, somebody in the Florida media ring is going we'll, to get we'll it, find out what happened, and put it yeah. out there yeah. as a distraction. Mm-hmm. Even though the whole team knows, and I, I don't know what does any know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but and many many fans don't know unless you're unless you know somebody probably, but. Um, yeah. I think somebody from the Florida side gets it and leaks it next week. Yeah, it'll be out because Jamie said it at the first of the show. The media people, you know how they are about keeping <laughs> secrets. Hey, he's, he's been sitting on that for he, an hour and five minutes. He's, yes, he's, the alley and the dunk. He still hasn't discarded the prize of that dress. I haven't yeah, told the prize of no, that dress. Don't. <laughs> don't I haven't done tell it. You. I may have to borrow that of you to get out of jail. <laughs> if you hear Jeremy on the radio jocking on the weekend, uh, playing yeah. Johnny Cash, you'll know it's uh, it was a pretty big, hefty prize tag. <laughs> uh, it, it would be true if you hear Jeremy doing a Saturday afternoon show instead of Matt. Yeah, anybody uh, need an overweight, uh, older, mid-40s guy to... <laughs> Cut grass or weed or anything. DoorDash. DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. I'm not DoorDashing. Why not? I don't know. You sure? Yeah. That's what we should do. We need, we need to be DoorDashers. We ain't got the cars for it. We'll find one. Okay. <laughs> we'll find a beater. You know what I mean? I, I know people in the car yeah, industry. That's true. Where are we going DoorDash to? Huh? Where are we going DoorDash? People do it in Pressburg all the time. Bible's got it. Bible's here got in Pressburg? It. I don't know. But like, okay, we can, okay, let's just do it like this. We'll do like an Uber slash DoorDash. Whichever one comes up on the app first. <laughs> you know? East Kentucky Uber right here. Yeah, we're Ubering right now. Wait a minute. We need you to dash something from Wendy's. Well, wait a minute. I got to pick this guy up and take him to the Mac. You're like, hey, we're going to take the long way around. <laughs> Have you Ubered? I have Ubered several times. Beth and myself Ubered uh, in Cincinnati just a couple, well, last month or something. I'm, I was kind of skeptical. I mean, going, it was great. Coming back, I didn't know if I was going to get picked up or not. I was kind of just, yeah, yeah. I, it's, that's that's almost Ooh. like their generation stuff, not mine. I have, well, okay. What they tell they, us, what they tell us when we were younger. Don't you, get, don't ride in cars with strangers. <laughs> yes. You don't get in a car with strangers. Don't, now it's don't like, text personal, them to come and get you. Hey. Don't put personal stuff on the internet. Good yeah. thing we all it. breaking that rule now. Tell, yeah. tell them, good thing Matt ain't a stranger. Yeah. Uh, I, I Ubered in Vegas. I've Ubered in Charlotte. And I've Ubered recently in Louisville. I've Ubered one time. Never one done time. in Nashville. Never done. In it. Nashville. No. And I had somebody tell me, like, I've been wanting to go to an Ohio State game. And I said, I'm worried about parking. And they said, just Uber it. I didn't even think about that. Park somewhere, Uber your way to the stadium, they'll take you right to the front door. Oh, I got it. It's not it's not really even that long of a drive, honestly. Okay, so I just you yeah. being, I don't yeah. know. I mean, so I've I've thought about that. But uh I can tell you some Uber stories. <laughs> if they speak English, you're doing well. If they don't speak English, I've not had good experiences. So mm-hmm. I mean I'm talking taking the curves and you're holding on to the bar and <laughs> that kind of thing. We had a guy take us from the airport in Vegas. To the to the casino where we were staying at, and man, I was I was like, wow, that that's that was nice. There was that big stadium. Wow, there's that. You know, there's you know, it was just like, and he didn't go down the strip. He's taking the bypass around, and I'm like, whoo. I mean, and we got there, which was good on the wallet, but at the same time, you're like, I'm glad, glad I flew out of here and made it from there to here. 
You know, forget the plane ride. I mean, drove here, made it. Made it. Yeah. Well, if, if you're Uber into an Ohio State game, you're not doing very good, anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Jeremy two. Jamie one. I got a big one, though. I, I, yeah, you're, I, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're and good. And it's not over. <laughs> it's not, we got one more show before all this happens. Oh, week. that's true. I, you know, I'm yeah, sure I'm things will develop. Yeah, you're not. He'll be sick after he pays that bill. He's going to be sick. <laughs> that dress. Okay, over under on the line is nine. So, um, is Kentucky is this, winning more or less than nine games this year? Is this counting a bowl win? This counts to the bowl win. Oh, could could you do nine and a half? No. Well, you got to go over it's under. Over. I said you can't nine. Do, you can't do over under on like an actual win total. That's why they do all. That's why they always do half. Ooh. Nine and a half. Under. Well, I won't go nine and a half. That's too easy. Yeah, I ain't taking nine and a half either. I wouldn't. Do that. If it's eight and a half. Over. You go over. Nine's my nine's my win half. total. So you're looking at nine. I'm going with ten. So you think ten? Yeah. Counting the bowl game, you're thinking ten. I'm thinking ten. So who are the losses you're going to have? Well, the ones I look at is Florida, Tennessee, Georgia. Pretty much about everybody's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I go then. Georgia, Tennessee, and I, I just mean, maybe I don't I don't know I don't know Florida because I think if it was later in the year I'd like Florida's chances just because they're they're there's so much. Uh, well, you know, overturn with what with what they've got going on, new coach, and you know a lot of other pieces. But they always lose one that they shouldn't. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Missouri on the Ole there's, Miss, there's always be, one Ole Miss of those. might be a game that could be tough. I could switch out Ole Miss for Tennessee or Florida. I could see them winning one of those two games. Home against Miami, win. At Florida. I think that's a win. I think it's a win. I think it's a win. I think it's a win. I, think it's a win. I, I don't think this is like other years. If it was week seven or eight, I'd say maybe, but I, I think they win. Second okay. Week, so two, Youngstown State, win. 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 Northern Illinois, win. Regional school, win. <laughs> Ole Miss is the game that kind of hangs me up too. Right. So I'm, mm-hmm. o- I'm, I'm over here on Ole Miss. Okay. So there's – why you have five things? Right, so I'm, just count, I'm counting games. Oh, I'm, I'm counting the wins. <laughs> like, right. I'm, I'm just counting four. the games. <laughs> I was just counting games. Oh, yeah. All right. So, well, for the camera's sake, is that – Yeah, back four and one, yeah. Four and one, okay. South Carolina at home. Win. That's a win. Mississippi State at home. Win. win. Six. Tennessee on the road. Loss. Is going to be a loss. I think so, too. Uh, so, now we're at six I think it's two. a winnable game. Also, I think they well, can win. I mean, you got to pick. I mean, I – well, they're all winnable. I mean, yeah, that, it's that winnable. <laughs> I'm more up on that one than I am the Ole Miss one. Really? I think so. But majority here is thinking loss. Okay. Tennessee's the one team that they just cannot, cannot get. It's like they've got their number. Yeah. yeah. They finally kind of broken the, the Florida thing. They've beat them a couple times. But Tennessee. <sighs> yeah, no more of those graphics where they haven't beaten Florida. In it's, all, it's all Jonah's you know? fault sitting in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't let him hear say that too. Jonah, Jonah and Beth Ann, the only ball <laughs> fans I know. Yeah, you know, um, at Missouri should be a win. Man. Seven, and then I mean, the, the schedule eight home games, eight home games. That's eight wins right there. So Vandy, win. Georgia, loss. Louisville, win. win. You're looking at nine and three, and I think most of the fan base sees nine and three, and it's either Ole Miss. Florida. It's a combination of OBS, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia. As, as Georgia as your losses. Four of those games somewhere. I'm taking the under because they're always good for one 
like Josh may have said, there's always good for one that they should win, and then they do something that they don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's always I don't, some, I don't think they're over that clunker. Hump yet. There's yeah. a clunker. Yeah, yeah they come out bad week, and then they get their butt kicked, and you're like, Spirals. really? Did that yeah. just happen? All right. Good show. Good show tonight. Good stuff. I can throw this away now, so we're all good. Appreciate you watching tonight. Sound off on Sports that's, Podcast. I still wanted to use the water bottle throw that time. Uh, <laughs> what made me do that? I don't even know. I was mad about something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up. I was fired up You're about ranting. something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, was, yeah. this was over yonder in, that, in the second place we done the show. We probably had technical difficulties, too, and I was maybe mad about that. Too. No, no. I, don't, I, no. Think you, I think you're just mad about yeah. what we were discussing. Mad about something. Well, we're well, all here tonight. <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy shouldn't be mad about nothing. I mean, wrong. it's going to happen. That's right. It's going to happen. <laughs> For Jeremy, Josh, Byron, I'm Jamie. Appreciate you watching the podcast live on Facebook. Of course, if you subscribe, we appreciate that too. Apple, Google, Spotify, Spreaker. There's all kinds of platforms. Also, WMDJFM.com. You can uh, listen to it and download it to your smarty phone. Okay. So we appreciate that. Subscribe to it. You'll always get it in your on your device. It'll just tell you. So it's cool. Good stuff. Brought your way by the Mountain Art Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. This has been the Sound Off on Sports Podcast. We'll be at Betsy Lane for football Friday night. We'll see you then.